Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Table Mamas. I'm Jessie Ware and this is my mum, Lenny. Hi. So, mum, you have an issue with the podcast at the moment. We've got an E next to our podcast, meaning explicit. I think there's too much swearing, Jess. We've got to get rid of the swearing. I think it puts older listeners off. The E for me feels like when you used to get rap albums. No, not erotic. (laughs) When you used to get rap albums and you'd have like parental advisors. I mean, that's all I've ever dreamed of. But now I'm slightly embarrassed. Not for a podcast about food, then. No, I know. And family. Okay, well, I have been working on myself, Mum, and I know, and I did do really well with a mole. Yes, I didn't swear as much. No, you didn't. And actually, with Ed Sheeran, he swore more than you. Thank you. And you didn't swear when you performed War Child. So there you go, I'm I'm learning. New year, new me. Yeah, no more swearing. And I'm going to try too. Yeah, because you actually did swear more than me in the last podcast. So, we have a guy on our podcast today who is... He gave me a stat the other day. Uh, He was the third biggest selling album of the year when Ed Sheeran and Sam Smith released their records. Um, Sam Smith was releasing his debut, Ed was on his second, and he was the third biggest selling. And his name is George Ezra. George Ezra has a song called Budapest that everyone knows because it's played everywhere. I'm going to ask him to sing it tonight. Just a few little lines. Oh my God, don't. His voice is so deep. And his spoken voice is not as deep as his. I wonder how he does it. We shall ask him. I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask him just a couple of choruses. Now, we also... I'm not not going to lie. It's not with such pleasure that we've got George on the podcast tonight. It's a pleasure. Really, Mum? He's beating us in the he podcast charts. He scooped us, darling. He scooped us. He knew. He, he knew. Sco- <laughs> he knew. He scooped us with Ed. He scooped us with Ed Sheeran and he got the top spot. And we did not. We might still. Maybe, but... And because of that reason, I'm going to give him a subpar meal. No, darling, you can't do that. No, to be fair, it may be subpar because I've put it in a bit too late. Right, but you can't serve anything subpar. What have We've you done? Standard. What have you done for this meal today? Nothing. I bought the whisk. Did you? I brought them my electric whisk. Thank you. And a vest and one a of vest? your and one of your socks. You left them behind at my house. <laughs> It is miserable at the moment in London and I've decided to cook something that I've never cooked before, which is really bloody stupid. Beef short ribs. Thank you, Ginger Pig, for being so kind and supplying us the most enormous short ribs that... I mean, we're going to look kind of like cavemen, Mum. We'll be like... No, darling, it comes off the bone once you've cooked it. I quite like it. It shrinks off the bone. Oh, so it's you fine. don't serve it with the bone? Some people do, but some people take the bone out. I serve it with the bone, but um, some people take the bones this out. This bone is literally like a cricket bat, so I just feel okay, like Okay, so we're going to have to divide them up. Yeah, and I've put it on too late, so I'm hoping it's still going to be... 
that's how juicy they, and yeah. delicious and fall off the bone. Well, I've got my veneer, my new veneer. So I don't want any tough meat because we'll my it. veneers will be. <laughs> we'll take it off the bone. Oh, mum, uh, we're doing it with a root veg mash. Fab. And I'm sorry, I've not had lunch. Ten to ten broccoli. And then I have kind of rustled up a version of an Eton mess, which is totally uh, off the cuff. It's not even a mess yet because we don't have the meringue. So Sam's going to have to go out to Sainsbury's now and get some. Anyway, it's going to be baked nectarines and apricots with stem ginger and a bit of musket wine because we had some left over from the last podcast. So can't we just have that with cream and ice cream? You're letting things slip, Jess. If it were my house, I'd be on a pear tartan by now. <laughs> Coming up on Table Manners this evening, we have George Ezra. Excited. Are you, though? Yeah. But I'm really oh, annoyed. Oh, 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 I'm looking fine. Is that... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that... Is that... Is that... What? How's it go? Ooh. How's it go? I'm imagining you going out of the house looking in the mirror going, oh, oh, I'm looking fine. What is uh, it? No, it's not. That could almost it? be like a bird's eye. What um, is it? So, what is it's, it? I lose it all. Oh, I lose it all. Yeah. Okay. And it's over you. Ooh. 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 It's over you. <laughs> we'll get him to sing a few chords. Maybe he'll duet, Mum. <laughs> My God, yes. Thanks, babe. Uh, just uh, George Ezra has walked in with a Pinot Noir. Wow. Thank you very much, babe. Thank um, you. How's your podcast doing? I saw it was number one. Well done, Mazeltov. So happy for you. <laughs> Mazeltov. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I think that the thing is, I had nothing to gauge it on. Like, with records, I kind of know what certain things mean. I kind of know if you do this, this might happen. Yeah. With this thing, it was kind of a labour of love. And I I wasn't that fussed. Not, not fussed, but kind of... I didn't know whether to expect two listeners or 2,000 listeners. I didn't know. How many, I don't know. Listeners, How many did listeners you get? do you think you've got? I think it's been played 32,000 times. <gasps> How many times have we been listened to, Jess? Not as many times. <laughs> that is a, but a I huge imagine, debut. Yeah. A lot of them are me. I listen you're quite to good with, times. <laughs> you're, you're quite good with debuts, aren't you? What's that stat? That's a good segue. Babe, thank you so much. <laughs> um, third biggest selling record... Of all time. Of all time? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, of the year? I think it was, yeah, of the year. Have you got of... any debut stats? I don't. It's people around me do. I think it it was the third biggest selling record of 2014, I think. Your debut album. Mm. And we had a little chat about this, but it was kind of... The other two that beat you uh, were... Ed Sheeran and Sam Smith. Not bad competition. No. Bit uh, annoying for them to come out in the same year, though, for you, because you could have been number one. Uh, yeah, Do you ever think about that? No. Jesse, he has the most fabulous voice. Yeah, no, I know. Just the most fabulous voice. It's, it's wonderful. It really is. How... Does anyone sing in your family? Um... Almost everyone bar me as a kid. So, like, my dad still plays in a kind of pub band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, do they play your songs? He has done once and I had to have a stern word. Were you there? <laughs> no, I wasn't there. I caught wind. No, I think they do do a few renditions of mine in in there. I think he's just very proud. Oh. I think they do kind of Van Morrison songs and old blues songs and... Yeah, he loves it. So how were you brought up? What songs were you brought up on? Um, Van Morrison and people you know like what, that. The one record that stands out that we listen to a lot, Car Journey kind of vibes, mm. was Graceland, the ah, Paul Simon record. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Jesse listened to Grease. Yeah. We did that as well. <laughs> yeah. Grease and Whitney was, Houston, that was ours. Yeah. But I, I, can't, I think as a kid as well, I remember one of my earliest musical memories was I thought he was singing Diamonds on Her Sofas and Shoes. <laughs> and for, for years, for years and years, that's what I thought it was. It's Diamonds on the Souls of Her Shoes, yeah. Jesse. Do you know that song? Yeah, no, I do. Did you know that Paul Simon wrote Baby Driver? No, what, yeah. Baby Driver? She calls me the Baby Driver. I don't and know. And it was the, it's the I soundtrack for ba Baby Driver, the, the new film no, out. No, Baby, oh, Baby. No, it isn't. It, that's she, the song it, on No, it. it isn't. It's Baby Driver. I like they that They call him the Baby Driver. Did you see it? I didn't see it. I'm not. Mm, I'm not very good at keeping up with films. No, we were on a plane. It's one of those. It's you one catch of those. On yeah, when you're doing some promo. But it was in the brilliant. States, and the soundtrack. Do you find though, when you're on a plane, I don't want to blacken any films' names, but I enjoy films in the no matter how bad they are when I'm in the air. I, I kind of my I standards go out the window. Me too. Yeah. I love everything. Mum, I've never forgotten being on a long haul with Mum. I don't know where we were going, but Meet the Fockers was on, <laughs> uh, on, on the, the things. The... I got woken up by my mum howling, but she had her headphones on and everyone was sleeping. They doomed the dog on the loo. That was a remember? cat, wasn't it? The cat on the loo. But I tell you, the one that I regret watching on a, on a plane was Notebook, The Notebook. Oh, yeah. Because I sobbed yeah. that the lady next to me had to go and get tissues. <laughs> I, do you find you cry more on planes yes, when you're... I, I think cry do. more. It's the altitude and do the red wine. Do you think that's what it is? Honestly, no, I, I, I remember once I was on an internal flight in America and my manager turned to me to say something and I was like, oh, please don't ask me a question. I was watching this programme where this American dude builds tree houses for people and this family had fostered something like 10 or 15 oh, no. kids. It was like they had this massive... I was bawling my eyes out. Yeah, I was so but awkward. It's quite, it's quite a nice, like, sob, isn't it? Because, mm -hmm. like, you can kind People can't really hear you because yeah. of the, like, the hum of the aeroplane. <laughs> so you can really go... Really go for like, it. You'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, and yeah, it's uncontrollable. I had it as well where I put up on... Oh, and well, they that's going to make They came to take food orders, and I was like, please don't ask me, please don't ask me, just miss me. So, sure enough, like, can I get you something to eat, sir? Because <laughs> that intro. Because this is a food podcast, yeah. shall we talk a little bit about food? Yeah, can we? Are you a foodie? Um, no, I'm not, not a foodie. Mm -hmm. Um, I love cooking, especially when it's for myself. I kind oh, of, or especially wow. like by myself. Would you? I find are you it elaborate? Um, I like to. I follow recipes, and I always go off piece a little bit, oh, but not not own. in a good way. No, I'll just be like, well, if they say this, why not this? Um, and does it oh, work how interesting. Yeah, I mean, no one else has to eat it, so it's fine. So, okay, can you give me an example of one of your off-piste recipes? Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, something that I love cooking is kind of... 
new potatoes and you crush them all up in and put them in the oven and then there's like cherry tomatoes and then you add a little bit of salmon on top. Oh, but that, I think, we need a new fish dish. Man. Yeah, we do. I'll we'll find call it, it the George Ezra salmon. <laughs> yeah, it's really simple and it's yeah, it's things like that. Where would I mix that up? I think I probably wouldn't be completely hell bent on it having to be salmon. And maybe you could add some green beans. Why not? Or some olives, I don't know. But I do find it really therapeutic. I don't know if I'm looking too far into it, but I think it's quite creative. What's your favourite sort of food? Um, I'm not fussy. As a kid, on your birthday, mum would always let you pick what you had for dinner. Um. And I have no idea why, but I pick macaroni cheese every year. And I don't Aww. even think I like macaroni cheese that much. But I think I'd asked it once and I thought people would be disappointed, like if I changed my tune. They'd be oh, like, oh, so <laughs> I think that was my thinking. Have you, behind have it. you been to Berners Tavern? Where's that? Oh, if oh, you want wow. good mac and cheese. macaroni cheese, it will. It's with and you like meat. shavings and it's got like ox cheek in it. It's the best it's macaroni cheese. It's heaven. Where is this? It's on Berners Road. How, how long does it take us to get Berners Street, is it? It's just near Oxford Street. You know the Edition Hotel? Do you know? Okay, so the Edition Hotel is a cool hotel and Berners Tavern is kind of. Part, part of, of it. it and it's, it's just absolutely for mac and cheese that it I think does mac and, it serves mac and cheese as an accompaniment to everything really I think <laughs> <But> <laughs> That's does, good. he doesn't actually like mac and cheese that much well I do do you know what you would like I it, moved though. to Bristol and there was this place called Start the Bus and they did this I thing. know that place yeah, yeah I don't I know I think it's changed it's its like name. a gig place isn't it yeah. it's kind of like a, a student was, gig yeah. place yeah. why were you in Bristol I moved there to go to university I ended up just did doing you? one year but I stayed for three but my son was there what were you studying really? I studied I went to a place called BIM Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a place called BIM, in, and I was studying songwriting. And I, I met my manager near the end of the first year, and kind of, so I left, go, like I stopped going to BIM. But Where I, did you carried on. Yeah, I carried on living in there for three years. So I, my first year, I lived across the road from a music shop called PMT. And it oh. was a, um, <laughs> I know, <laughs> um, in a block of student flats. And then I moved on to Park Street. I used to live above a shop called Audio T. When did you start singing then? Well, I started... Um, did you ever go to school? Or was it nursery you decided to be a pop star? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, no. I went... I don't know when I would have started. Like, we did... Because your dad plays in a band. Yeah, but he didn't when we were kids. He would, there was guitars on the house, but he didn't. Did you have musical evenings? No, not as when a family. When everybody played. No, I've always wanted. I've to. got an older sister and a younger brother. Are they and they do, they're musical. Yeah, so my little brother's just signed a record deal. That's so cool. Yeah. And How old is he? Very good question. <laughs> How old do you think he is? Twenty-one. 21. I'm going to say. And your Sorry, older Ethan. sister is. Uh, 20, I'm going to say 28, 27, 24. Oh my God, you're Baby so boy. And your sister, what does she do? She is my, she tours with me oh everywhere yes, I go. you told yeah, me Yeah, she's my kind of on-the-road manager or PA or, you know. I mean, Mum, imagine Hannah going on the road with me. Would it work? I mean, she's here for a week and I'm already ready to kick her out. <laughs> I love her so much. Well, she opened it's the door. It's a good thing she doesn't listen to this podcast. And she introduced herself as Jessie, so I think she's... She didn't say Jessie. Yeah, she said, hello, I'm Jessie. Oh, no. No, 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 that's not me. Jesus, yeah, so she hasn't just... got the job. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just want to know whether your siblings kept 
the same birthday meal uh, like oh. they st- stayed with it or is that why oh. you did the mac and cheese every time no i don't know what they will have gone for i can't remember and they won't have known that i that i think as a kid i wanted to have a thing maybe i want <laughs> like maybe i was like i'm the mac and cheese kid <laughs> <laughs> like the milky bar I, I, kid i don't Aww. think that is what was going on i think i just every time it came around it was like what do you want for your birthday dinner <laughs> so your parents weren't musical what did they do so they're both teachers oh yeah so musical teachers no, no. what are no. they teachers in? um my mum now teaches reception at a primary school oh yeah sweet. she loves it because because she's probably only about 40 <laughs> <laughs> Mum, we both feel rather old tonight, don't we? <laughs> and my dad, um, he started out as a PE teacher and then he uh, kind of became the deputy head of a secondary school. So, of course. Yeah. And did, so, you, did you feel like you had to be really good at sport at school? Uh, no, but I was very aware that I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think... Sorry, that's the beeping. No, that's okay. George, do you like football? No, not that I dislike it. I'm just not that fast. I think like I could love football. I feel like I could. But everyone that I know that loves football, it takes up all of their brain. They know like every signing for every club, for yeah, every, yeah, yeah. every Sam, game. Sam knows a lot. Yeah, and I just... he plays for like fantasy football. I think football. it would take over my life. The way so I'm, what are you, do you have hobbies? Like, I guess my hobbies are socialising. I like seeing my friends and I like seeing people I love. Are they I still love. up in Hertfordshire? A lot of them are, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And... I like bizarre things. I love walking. Do you? Yeah, I love it. So does Sam. Yeah, I, do you know what? In the first record, I got a month off May 2015 and I did the Cotswold Way by myself. Did you kind you? of. I went through this company and what they do is you stay above a pub, you can take a suitcase, you set out to do kind of 14 miles that day, but they come and pick your suitcase and up and drop it off. And they bring everything along. Yeah. It was brilliant. Sam's doing a walk, isn't he? Yes. Along Hadrian's Wall. I mean, they haven't really worked about. Uh, it's supposed. It's going to be called the Men's Stroll, okay. and it's to promote free sanitary towels for women yes. who can't necessarily afford, afford it because yeah, it's so yeah, expensive. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, the kettle's on. It, it came about because Jessie's best friend works as a secondary school teacher, and this is what she discovered. So Jamie, her so boyfriend. So I, Daniel Blake, the film, the Ken Loach film, um, showed that, and. I mean, uh, they haven't really... It's a really great idea, and I think they're just going to do it themselves. I was like, no, we can make this a thing. Yeah, absolutely. How, how Sam says, oh, yeah, it's 32 hours of walking. I said, babe, you can't do that. He Not was, in a day, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. And, That's your strength. Um, but, yeah, so Sam and I did, like, a, a two-hour walk in um, Dorset, and I've been uninvited on the men's trip because uh, I How many men are going? Sam and Jamie, Mum. Oh, so it's I was like, we can make this a thing. Why like, don't they get more bloats to go? I don't know. It's Alex still... Alex would try and make it a thing. Like, I know. Alex would go. I know, but they. I think it's like Nick they think go. they're Bear grills and that they're just going to like oh, go and I, tackle so the like elements. A, yeah, I get that. But what they should do is, I remember like when you do a f- charity fun run, you pay a tenner to do it and then all of that money goes towards... Well, yeah, I'm like, make it a thing yeah. and like stop for the night. Do it in two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, to be continued. Find some land and stop the night and everyone camp. Have fire, yeah. music and stuff George like that. playing, Jesse Ware yeah. playing. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm I'll go up and cook. Yeah, You're campfire we go. cooking. Now we're cooking. Mm. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Do you eat before you perform? But not, not near to it, because otherwise I'd burp for the whole yeah, thing. Jessie <laughs> yeah, Jesse does. I did a barbecue. I had a barbecue in Texas. Um, in uh, Where were we? Austin. Yes. Their barbecue's amazing there. Yeah, I, I don't bet. know. If, and I decided, because I was like, I've never been to Austin. <laughs> going to eat a massive a te- beef. Stetson. No, it was the worst thing. Give me thing. a cow. Yeah, I <laughs> ate a cow and then burped it up all the way through Amazing. my mid-tempo ballads. That'll be a rare B-side one day. Someone will have recorded it's it and it'll be so up as it. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, so you have a burping issue. When yeah, you but it took eat. me so long to realise that food was the cause of the burping gig. Oh, hello, Hannah. What are you doing? You don't have to be quiet. You, you can, can come, come in. I do have to uh, admit something. Are you sure the podcast is the place for it? Have yeah. you thought this through? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> we had a podcast on Monday. Who did we you had have? Mole Rajan. Okay. Who is, was the youngest editor of The Independent. Wow. And he's on The One Show a lot. He's the media editor of BBC. BBC. And he's a kind of South London friend. And... I am a friend of his on Facebook and I'd seen that he had like soaked a gammon in uh, Coca-Cola at Christmas. So I was like, he wants meat. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give him meat. Oh no, he was doing that as a lovely host. No, on the morning of, on the morning of, of, of the podcast, he emails Becky, my manager, saying, um, sorry, forgot to say I'm, I've become a vegetarian this year. On ethical grounds. Ethical grounds. So I got these beautiful ribs that I'd already started marinating overnight in red wine from Ginger Pig, wonderful butchers that's supplying our beef. Thank you so much. And I'd already marinated them. So we had to like ring up Ginger Pig and say, well, these will last till Thursday because George Ezra's going to get them instead. Because Are we having them? We're having, cool. we're having short ribs, beef short ribs. You were going to get actually rather mediocre fish dish, but... I'm a bit worried because I've never cooked ribs. They have been soaking in wine for be four days. So I think they've got the skin of kind of an old, like, no, lush. Darling, be this might be good for me not drinking. This is a good, like, cheat. Oh, babe, I can just yeah. suck the bones yeah. to the <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, I actually, I'm a bit worried about them. They feel quite tough. How can I make them soft? No, you can't. It's just cooking. They've been in there ages. I know, yet. but they're not doing the slow cook thing. Can you just check on them? I won't make them softer by checking, but I'll try. One sec. We've got a situation. As I asked Mum to look at the the beef, I pulled it out and I said, I'm worried it's a bit tough. 
this is the most expensive rib of beef I've ever seen that you cook for like a, a very short, short time, time like a roast. So I asked Sam to get the short ribs that had been ordered by Becky. He picked them up. Babe, what did you, what did you say? I said, I'm here to pick up the ribs. The table Did you manners. say short ribs? I said ribs. Was it shit? They, they oh, would have oh, it's, it's not his, his fault. Not they would have fault. put it. You've got a very expensive cut of meat here. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. it's yeah. overcooked. <laughs> Never mind. It, it will taste delicious. No, it won't. It, it will. I'm very upset the about this. Very uh, George, I'm sorry. This has never happened on Table Manners, and I'm very embarrassed about this. <laughs> this is a funny show. I've never done short ribs. I didn't know that they were supposed to look like that. Mum, save this meal, save this bloody meal. They're not short, they're massive. Can you give me a pan to make gravy? I'm upset for George. Jesse, should I just get a takeaway? No. It'll be fine, I'll cook it up. Let me try it. It's beyond overcooked. It's beyond overcooked. That's a boot. I need something beefy. My pelvic floor is strong enough. Very upset. I'm going to cut this. That's the sound of a long rib. They're bigger than my child's leg. Jesse, didn't you think it was a bit odd? I did think it was odd, and I said to Sam, I asked for short ribs, and he said, Do you want me to go back there and get them cut? Sam's They have been marinating for four days, and I wonder whether the red wine has turned to vinegar. Jesse, have you got to get my white dish out? We can't serve this. Should we just get some lamb chops? I'm going to order in. No. Mom, no, there's no way that you can save this. It's grizzle. No, I'm upset. I'm really upset. Because <laughs> I am a good cook. And this is not representative. You better tell George. So, this I've made an executive decision. What? We can't eat what Jesse's What? Are cooked. you fucking kidding? For what? Wait, why? Why? Jess, why like, can't try they it, are not. They are not yeah. short. They're not short. What are they? And taste the gravy. No, and just please, I'm a good cook, George. It looks good. No, it's fucking shit. Right, how do I get a little bit? Just pick it up with your finger. It's hard to know what flavour it is. <laughs> it's the wrong flavour. <laughs> so, we're having takeaway, and this is the first on Table Manners, and I'm very upset about it. What would be your very, very favourite meal? Growing up, so both my parents are vegetarian. Oh, um, they? Yeah, but they kind of... Now you throw it in there. But they didn't bring us <laughs> up. I'm giving you No, they didn't food. bring okay. us up as vegetarians, but they kind of... They gave us the choice that we didn't often eat meat at home, mm. but if we were out and meat was an option, yeah. that was completely fine. That was our choice. Um, but it meant that roast dinners were often like nut roasts and stuff at our house. Oh, wow. But then when I started getting girlfriends and going to their house and they like their family, we didn't have dinners. much of an extended family either. So then they like family come around and there's meat and stuff. I hadn't really had roast dinners like that and I went mad for them. And now I'm like still trying to master the art of a roast dinner. I'm getting there. Do you like roast dinners? Love them. It's my favourite. Yeah. Which meat would you go for? Um, lamb, yeah. but then because Good I didn't, job. I didn't. Think I've got lamb chops coming from the Turkish <laughs> kebab shop in a minute. But because we didn't grow up eating meat, even meat like lamb to me was, I probably didn't eat that till I was nineteen, twenty. Shh, that's amazing. So what did they, what meat did they give you? At home, 
Do you know what? I think my mum used to break it from time to time if she got decent bacon. Like if she could, I think she'd break it for a bacon sandwich every now and then. When I say every now and then, that's not like fortnightly. It was kind of like once every two years she might do that. Oh, really? I'm trying to think. I should have Where's told you earlier. Where's the best place you've eaten at? Where's the best place I've eaten? That's a really good question. I kind of, this is going to make me sound really small town, but touring really opened my eyes up to, Aww. because I hadn't... Don't say, oh, Mum, that's so passionate. No, 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 it's but not. it was kind it's of, I remember, I went to, I played a gig called Best Kept Secret. It's this festival. It's beautiful. And then afterwards, um, I'd got tickets to go and see Miley Cyrus in Amsterdam. So I met with, um, so I played the show in the day, then got in this car, we drove to Amsterdam, um, you, so you wanted the tickets for my list? Oh my god, yeah. Was this what tour was this? The this one with like, the naughty. Okay. Yeah. Are you a big Miley Cyrus fan? L- love it. Bangers. I was just obsessed with. I just thought it was the coolest thing that a pop star could do. I just thought it was like because do you know what she was trying to do was get you f- to forget that she was like a child yeah, actor, but, and I forgot. But I like the new Miley. Yeah. The Malibu. Yeah, yeah, Malibu's good. But I think that's like point two of bangers. Like, I think that's the same Miley. I think she just went through... I think she had to shock everyone to do what she's doing now. You're a massive Miley Cyrus fan. Love it. What's your favourite Miley song? There's one on that record that makes me laugh so much, and it goes... Driving so fast, I'm about to piss on myself. (laughs) And I don't... And she (laughs) says that. And I'm like, what? Why are you putting that in the world? I think I love it because of how mad the whole thing was. But anyway, that yeah. night I remember having sushi for the first time and I was like 22 um, <laughs> or 21. What do you think? I was, I couldn't believe someone was letting me, like, edamame. I was like, are you sure? I just pick it up with my hands. I was like looking around. <laughs> I loved it. There was a load of firsts with touring for, for food. Not because I was like deprived of it as a kid. It was more just, I don't think I was that, maybe not adventurous. I don't know. Did you used to eat out a lot as a family? No. But I remember, we were talking about this the other day, actually. There was a a cafe uno in town and you were still given the choice of are you smoking or not that's mad isn't mm. it and you'd sit in the restaurant like four tables away from a smoker i know and i don't know it's pretty mad george yes death row meal or your last supper or your desert island dinner what whatever you want to call it what is your ultimate meal I don't know, can it just be puddings? Yeah, of course. Oh, really? Nobody's done that. Person. I love pudding. One of my favourite ones to make is eat a mess because... Oh! <laughs> and we've been redeemed, that's what I made you. <laughs> yeah, Did amazing. you know that? You knew that. No, 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 no. Not saw, at all. I heard you ask for meringues. No, but don't. I do love making it. You're just it. the best guest. No, because you can't... I mean, you could prove me wrong, but you can't I could go, go wrong. <laughs> I could prove you wrong. Because it's like... Because I've done a switch up, so I'm worried now. But go on, carry on. Yeah, I just... I love sweet stuff, and I love that. I love... Um, what's the one you crack? Creme brulee, I love. And I, I'm never fussed if it's hot or cold, because I never know what's right. So. But sometimes they do come cold in the thing. But they're a little bit hot because of the mm. blowtorch on the top. And I'm always like... I'll still eat it. I would, cream. I would drink custard if, if, if that was allowed. The, uh, the Turkish chops are here, so hold on. So, George, I mean, obviously, um, 
why you wanted to be on this podcast was after hearing the amazing meals that we eat <laughs> podcast. And how was your meal? It was brilliant. It was good. It's the company that counts. Oh, you're very sweet. Thank <laughs> you so that's... much. Well, we are about to make your, your favourite meal, um, eat a mess. I've left the task to my mother. and I love that you just called eat a mess a meal. <laughs> right, George Ezra, we have an eat a mess. Go on. With, yeah, <laughs> baked apricots, nectarines, and stem ginger, and we didn't have raspberries, so we've got pomegranates on the top. Please help yourself. I hope this redeems our takeaway. Jesse, give him the big spoon. Oh, yeah, shit. Sorry, Beth. Have the big spoon. That is amazing. Oh, you're really sweet. It's I just, lovely. You know what? We're going to have to redeem this and do a different podcast with giving you a proper meal. This is something we ask everybody. We've had very mixed response. Um, the podcast is called Table Manners. Yeah. I would love to know if you have a, a bad table manner yourself that you you see in yourself or something that you really can't stand seeing in others when you go out for dinner or just eating over the dinner table. Right, there's two things. There's one thing I do which I really don't like and I, I don't know, I've, I only realise I've done it once I've done it and I do it every time I sit down to eat. Yeah. And there's something I hate in other people and it enough to actually say something. Uh. If I meet up with somebody for dinner, mm. it's just me and them, and they insist on, they're just looking at their phone. Okay. Yeah. Mm. No, like if it's just you and them, especially, it's kind of like, why am I here? What? Well, I don't get it. Mm. And then the thing I do, which I hate, is I eat so quickly. Like I'm, oh, I wolf stuff down. Things. You two can't have dinner together. We're very incompatible. <laughs> Mum, what love? We did want to do something. Now George may not be up for it, but do you want to sing your version of Budapest to George? No. Well, no. oh, and I loved it so. how you did it. Go on, just do it again. No. Please. <laughs> Please. Oh, 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 oh. I feel fine. I feel fine. <laughs> <laughs> if ever, if ever you want to come to a show, please let me know. You're more than welcome to come and I'll do a feeling I fine version. I love your song. <laughs> it's, how do you say Budapest? Wrong. I say I Budapest. Say Budapest. No, no, you Jessica. don't. I said Budapest. You said Bud Budapest. No, but they Budapest. say Budapest. Oh, oh you Hungary. say Budapest. Yeah. Have you played it in Hungary? Yeah. And, and if I do, I always say Budapest. My name is Budapest. Yeah, I do it. I, I ham it up for them. But Budapest do, is are two you towns. In, it's are you big in Hungary? Um, I bet you are. I, I think that song, I don't think I am. I think that song is. And I don't think they have, it's not really like a hot spot to go. They've got an amazing festival called Ziggit Festival, which is like the best festival. Did you festival. get to play it? Yeah. Did you headline it? No, I didn't, but it was insane. <laughs> was it, when you sang that song, was it? Mental? Yeah, I've got a video. I'll show you the video. It was like, we could have taken down a small government with the amount of people we had there. It was crazy. Your voice is so deep when you sing. I know, and then my laugh is so like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it? It is. And I like, it's been the same laugh since I was four years old and I hate it. Oh, shame. You sound great. <laughs> but you, but your voice is much deeper when you sing. I know. I what think, is that? I don't know. I can do it and I don't really ask questions. Like when I found out I could do it, I was just like, okay, cool. Great voice. How did you I have find to warm out up you could a lot. Just try it. Like there's a there's a dude called Leadbelly 
and he's an old blues singer and mm -hmm. I loved him, loved him, loved him. And I got this kind of, uh, it was a CD of every song he's ever recorded. And one of the things it said was that his voice was so big, you had to turn your record player down compared to other records. And I remember just thinking like, yeah, I want to try that. So I wasn't singing with good technique or anything. I was just shouting, but it felt good at like 15. What was the first song you wrote? Can you remember the title? Yeah, Wishing Well. I Wish was really young. Wishing Well? Yeah. Do you remember any of it? No, I remember that I was I played bass when I was 13 and that's when I wrote it and it was this really, I can still play the bass line, it's rubbish. What's the bass line? Can you sing it a bit? It was a dum, 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 dum. That's nice. Dum. Well, yeah, but that's all it did for three minutes. <laughs> Listen, George, I apologise. I thank you for being here. I'm glad that you got to experience uh, Kingsland Road's Turkish cuisine. <laughs> yeah. It's not been our best, but I hope you've enjoyed the company. I've loved it. Please stop apologising. Okay, well, brilliant. I loved yeah, it. stop apologising. And thank you for having me. Mum's just so pleased with herself that this didn't happen on her watch. Darling, it, it wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Touché. It's been it's been eventful, but it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having and me. And good Thanks luck with your yeah. album. Yes, thank you. I'm really embarrassed and I've never had that happen. However, I've never entertained as much as I have since doing <laughs> table manners. I'm really embarrassed and I'm upset and I feel like it's 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 not shone me in the right light. Shown you? What would you say? Shown you shown in the you, right shown, light. Whatever. Shown me. <laughs> I'm tired and I'm upset. George, I'm so sorry. Again, I don't know how many times I'm going to have to say sorry. You're so sweet. You brought wine round. You were so polite and waiting for the takeaway. That was, that was jokes. He's such oh. a nice guy. <laughs> Oh, I'm feeling fine. <laughs> he said, We've got you, new music for the podcast. He said, if you come to my next show, I'll sing that chorus for you. This has been Table Manners, the podcast. You've been listening to me, Jessie Ware, and my mother, Lenny. We're just going to do what we have to do. We're going to ask you to subscribe and rate us. Should we read out some um, reviews? Someone was really rude Who, last they time. Say? They gave us one star and said, if you want sea celebrities and Pret-a-Manger food, <gasps> listen to Well, uh, listen, mate. It was I love Pret-a-Manger and I really like sea celebrities. And actually, we tried <laughs> to get Z celebrities. So watch this space. This is an interesting one. Mr. C, three star. No, four stars, sorry. So many positives, that's the subject. This sounds like a, uh, kids, school a school report. One minor. I would love if it was slightly longer. Oh. With more questions being asked. That aside, it's hilariously entertaining. Thank you so much, Mr. C. We'll do what we can for you. Oh, that's sweet, Mr. C. Beth Cutting, you want the recipes. Yo, Jesse, love the podcast. Please post the recipes. Want me some pasta cake, peace. Pasta cake? Hi there. Oh, we made You're that, definitely not from London. That Loyal Karna one. Loyal Karna, yeah, that was good, wasn't it? That was me. Yeah. So I don't mess everything up. The music you've been listening to is by Peter Duffy and Pete Fraser, and Table Manners is produced by Cup and Nuzzle. <laughs>